Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches Movie. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today, we've got Kevin Rakestraw. Hey, Kevin. Hey. I'm also joined by Ryan Holes. Hey, Ryan. Hello. If this is your first time tuning in, uh, Kevin and I are challenging ourselves to find movies that Ryan likes in the hopes that we'll reach a coveted 10 out of 10. You can join in on the conversation by sending your movie suggestions for Ryan to podcast at filmpulse.net or by sending me a DM on Twitter at filmpulse.net. If you like the show, or even if you don't, please consider checking out the Frederick C. Taxi Research Alliance website at curefa.org. Again, that is curefa.org. Ryan, what do we have you watch this week? MacGruber. MacGruber. Now, last week, we at the end of the show, we discussed what, what you were in the mood for. You said comedy, I think, or, or you were just like, I don't care. And yeah. we we just, we decided that we were going to try to find you an action comedy, and out of nowhere, Kevin is like MacGruber, and I was like, he saw this for sure, and we he had, had this to. like, yeah, we had this like back and forth about it. We looked at your letterboxed, and we we're like, oh, it's not on his letterbox, but this came out in 2010, so that was before letterbox was around. And uh, so then I just straight up asked you if you saw it before, and you said no. So here we are, <laughs> MacGruber. <laughs> this is directly. This blows my mind. This is, I, I, and this is a movie that I've always like wanted to throw out there, but I've never done it because I'm like, there's no way he didn't see this movie. I'm I'm shocked. So this is directed by Jorma Tacone. Uh, I have a synopsis here: Former special operative MacGruber is called back into action to take down his arch enemy. Dieter von Kunth, who's in possession of a nuclear warhead and bent on destroying Washington, D.C. Ryan, tell us a little bit about MacGruber. Well, in the beginning, you find out that he's supposed to get married. And at his wedding, this Valkyrie pretty much blows up his wedding. And he kills the lady he's marrying. And he goes in the pretty much hiding. And the government comes after him and convinces him to come out of hiding. And he tries to build a team to go after Val Kilmer. And her team is in a van. And it blows up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's left with, oh, I can't believe it, Chris Awake and Brian Philippi. And by the way, he doesn't like Brian Philippi. And basically, the whole movie talk shit and they well they have many many disagreements <laughs> and and I'm going through this Falcomer and eventually they catch up to him when he's about to hear rocket a nuclear warhead and I was going to tell you what happens but it kind of runs it and this is already short so uh, they catch up to him and you have to watch it to find out if everyone lives up there mm-hmm. cool he doesn't want to spoil it there's many many subtleties that happen throughout the movie 
if my trying to explain them, <laughs> we'd be here for hours, and they probably would make much sense unless you seen them happen. Gotcha. Yeah, Saturday, huh? And they're all they're all pretty hilarious. As a matter of fact, who read this movie? Uh, Will Will Forte, John Solomon, and Jorma Tacone. I gotta say they're goddamn geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> like, like every time you think you're done laughing, there's something else that gives you like a non-stop rapid fire, relentless. And if they're all good, they're not like a dumb joke that are just dumb. Like they secretly go with the story. I come out, they'll tie into the story, and there's also. An incredible sex scene <laughs> that made me almost fall out of my wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> like when it went, when I say sexy, like <laughs> it's, uh, it's basically the epitome of like uh and he's very sexy, but like more, more exaggerated. <laughs> yeah, the, the sound, the sound editing on that, especially with the music. Oh yeah, I, I mean, it's got to be the funniest <laughs> sex scene I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I had to pause the movie. I had to stop it. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I yeah, I hundred percent agree. It's so, f- and then the f- the funny thing is that they doubled down on it because right after the sex scene with Kristen Wiig, he, there's another sex scene with Maya Rudolph where he's having sex do, with his ghost wife. And, yeah, that's the best part. It's not only do they double down, but they double down but make it ghost sex. Yeah. Yeah. And it's right so funny. before that, Kristen Wiig digging the bullet out of him. And like he has the pirates just laying inside his leg. Yeah. And he's not reacting at all. I have no idea how any of them kept a straight face at all. I mean, something tells me that they had to do just a million takes for every scene in this movie because. I agree with you 100%, Ryan. I think that this movie is almost nonstop funny. You know, we talk a lot about action comedies and how too often they favor action over comedy, especially in the final act. And this this is definitely an exception to that, where this is just straight comedy nonstop throughout. It's yeah. It's so, so funny. So I take it that you were you were pleased with this movie. I was. <laughs> I'm, also one, I'm also curious how this in how much money did this make? Uh, how much money did it make? Let's see. Million. It made 
nine million, nine point three million. That's the cumulative worldwide gross. So it it actually lo- a, it lost money. That, that's awful. Yeah, it lost money. Had a budget of ten million, and I, I you know, that this is. Uh, I think that this is. If it isn't considered a cult classic yet, it will be in. It'll it'll be considered a cult classic at some point. Do you think it just didn't make money because of the rating? No. Like all the swearers flying or I don't think so. I think that it was just uh, it's just one of those movies that uh, I think when maybe the like the marketing made it look stupid and people just didn't see it because they thought it was gonna be dumb and well, I think also too, like when this came out, I think like the actual skit from SNL, I don't think it was that big of a skit. No, I mean, no, I think no a lot one. of people were kind of like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, the, like Will Forte wasn't a name, right? I I think that yes, I think you're right, Kevin. Like the the sketch in SNL, it was it was one note, right? It, it did every time; it was the same pretty much yeah. the same sketch over and over again where it was this kind of MacGyver spoof. And at the end he blew, he blows up because of his incompetence. And so I think you're right. Taking that sketch, which is there's not a lot going on in that sketch is very surface level and expanding that into a, an entire, like a feature length film. I, yeah, it doesn't seem like it would necessarily work. And you also look at SNL movies and, Historically, yeah. SNL movies do, do very poorly at the box office, and most SNL movies, I think, maybe with the exception of Wayne's World, are bad. Like they're they're just not very good. So I think it had a lot going against it from the beginning. But I remember I saw this in the theater, and I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And like I was so glad that uh, Kevin. <laughs> suggested this because it gave me an excuse to rewatch it after all these years and I just, I still this was just la- one of just one laughing. of the reasons that I that I picked this is because I've never seen it and I've wanted to. Oh, so this so, so this was an excuse for this was an excuse for me to watch it. Oh really. my god. Fuck you, Ryan. This was about you. This was about me. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I I I didn't know that this was a first time watch for you, Kevin. So what yeah, what did yeah. you, what did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, again, the, the it, I'll reiterate, it's got to be the funniest sex scenes I've ever seen in a movie. It's just absolutely ridiculous. I love the bit of the detachable head unit. Oh, my God, yes. Did that bit the whole way through? The ongoing thing. <laughs> with that, with, with the, 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 the other guy. And his license plate number, and how that's a whole bit. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I was kind of surprised about, because like you said, the SNL skit is pretty pretty one note, right? And it, it's just a spoofful MacGyver. And this movie does feel like it's not really MacGruber. Because like MacGruber, the skit is like, he's just in comedy, he can't make a thing, he blows up and he dies, right? But here, like, he's like a super fucking dick. And he's like extremely homophobic, and it's just—it was just kind of weird mm-hmm. how they kind of, you know, that's how they decided to flesh out the character. Yeah. So not only is he incompetent, but he's also kind of an ass. 
in this. Yeah, he's like a huge dick. And he blows all his cover. Like he blatantly blows all his cover. Yeah, I mean, he's... Yeah. I do, I, I love the, I just, I love his plans, though. Just all the various plans that he comes up with. Like, the first one, having Kristen Wiig's character dress up as him, and then in the second one, have Ryan Phillippe dress up as him <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> um, I, I love that. But they, they had to give him an arc, you know? So, he starts off as a dick, but he, he, he comes around a little bit. He learns. There's, there's lessons. <laughs> I also enjoyed the scene when Kristen Wiig is in the coffee shop and she's like in her ear. Mm -hmm. They're getting shot. And she's freaking out. (laughs) But no one knows why. I I think there's a lot of like funny one-liners and stuff like that. In this, I think maybe the one there's there's so many, but the one that always sticks out to me is the when the he kills the one henchman with the van in that in that scene, the shootout scene, and he goes, Haas Bender, dead at the age of who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is like kind of what SNL should be, I guess I'll say. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but like, I don't know, I just... This was, this was during uh, a really high point for SNL. You know, this was, uh, this was during a, a really good cast, and uh, I think... Yeah. But it was still that thing where, even though it was a high point, like, Will Forte wasn't, like, one of the, the names, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't in a ton of skits. I feel like this was this was really what gave him his style. Like I feel like this this movie is allowed him to really tap into what makes him funny. Because if you look if you look at this and then you look at Last Man on Earth, his character in this is very similar to his character mm-hmm. in Last yeah. Man on Earth. And I think that that's really where he excels uh, with his different characters. And it's just he's so funny. Well, it's his line delivery. His mm-hmm. line delivery is just it's impeccable. Oh yeah. I love when he's like at the end when he opens up the warhead <laughs> he's all the wire. Yeah. It's just like what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's the, more of like a three wire guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean certainly this movie is a lot edgier than what you would see on SNL. I mean they it is rated R, so they swear a lot more they can get away with a lot more and then there's there's more gross out gags too more sexual gags and stuff like the the celery in the butt stuff that is hilarious i, I kind of thought that you would like that gag <laughs> i do like when he bites it and they're like hey and he's like i washed it and then he had any mouths no i didn't <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, I I really enjoy this this movie, and I, I I hope that it becomes a bit of a cult classic if it's not already. And I think that you can say the same thing about Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping, which was another movie directed by Jorma Tacone. Like that movie didn't do well at all either, and I f- think that that movie is as as funny as this. It, and you- Ryan saw that one right because I keep uh, suggesting that uh, mostly because I want to see it. 
<laughs> I enjoyed that movie. That movie is hilarious. I don't know. I don't. I don't just watch these movies on my own. I'm just like, damn it, Ryan saw it. I'm never get to see it. <laughs> you need an excuse. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I Pop Star was not successful either, which is just a shame. Which is wild because pretty much anything that I've ever seen, you know, anytime someone talks about Pop Star, is how great it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I remember seeing that in the theater too, and finding it to be. I was just laughing nonstop, and it's you just there's not too many comedies these days that have me laughing as much as as that movie, and and it's it, that's that's a weird one too because that's when when that movie came out in 2016, Lonely Island was like very popular. They were like almost yeah. a household name at that point. Everybody loved the Lonely Island stuff, so it's strange that that was not more successful. Yeah. <clears throat> also, really enjoyed the scene at the beginning where the wrestlers were in the band. Yeah, and it blew up, and he was like, "Oh my god, he's a red death!" Yeah. No, 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 no. This is Yeah. The way he reacts. I just and I loved it at the end too. Like I had a team too, and they were in a band and it blew up. Like, oh my god, really? Christian Wake really makes me laugh though. Like, yeah. yeah, she's great. Her, her ability to keep a straight face is pretty good because she says some ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have. Ryan Phillippe in this, who is playing one of the, the the straight men who's reacting off of all this ridiculous stuff. And I think that he does a really good job as the straight man, too, because he's he's really funny and his reactions are really good in this. And uh, yeah, Powers Booth in there, too, is the colonel. Good cast. Solid cast. So, yeah. Malcolm is a bad guy. That's pretty cool, too. He's funny. Yeah, he's really funny in this. You'll be happy to know, Ryan, that they are working on a MacGruber too. So that is oh my goodness. That, that is on the horizon. I don't know when. And I mean, now that uh, you know, with the pandemic, I'm sure that everything is just screwed up as far as productions. But this was. I hope they don't just make it purely to make money. Like I hope it's actually good. Like this one. Well, Jordan, no, they didn't make money the first time. So. <laughs> no, I know. I don't care. The cash crap. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I can't imagine that they would just be like, "Let's just make some money." Uh, Jordan Tacone is writing and directing the uh, MacGruber Two, so it's the same crew coming back, and it looks like Will Forte's writing is uh, also working on the script for it. So I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be good. It'll, it'll be funny. Um, any. Thing else to add about MacGruber before we give you a drum roll on this? Um, no. Okay. I, I I have a question. What was what was the funniest thing for you, Ryan? Oh my god. Um, I probably I was probably saying <laughs> just then, like I knew. before it happened. I knew I could tell it was coming. 
was like, man, this is gonna be ridiculous. But it was bad. <laughs> So perfect the way they just cut out the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just like oh, this is just a stupid spoof. Oh yeah. All right, Ryan, what do you give MacGruber? Ten. Ten out of ten. Yes. Yeah. Goddamn, is that that back? Is that back to back, or was there a nine in between? There was a nine in between. God damn it. There was a nine in between. So last week was Train to Busan, I believe. That that was a nine. Why didn't you like Train of Busan more, Ryan? <laughs> Some bitch. Still, though, we got a turkey. We could have got a turkey. Th- th- yeah, this this was still this is still great though because I mean we we got ten nine ten. That's that's really good. These last few weeks were more entertaining than watching the president talk about drinking cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Uh, so, what are you in the mood for for next time we meet? Um, uh, let's go straight up action. Straight up action. All right. I ain't fucking around with that comedy anymore. <laughs> time, to get get time to get serious. Time to get serious. Bullet two faces. Was the throat ripping? Did that give you that little bit of a taste? Did that did that kick off the 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 sadistic part of your brain and you're like, I wanna see some more throat ripping. I wanna see some nasty shit. Yeah, I have yeah. <laughs> the throat ripping was good. Yeah. And how I kept asking like I need one more. <laughs> oh my god, turkey up throat ripping. <laughs> yeah, I love I love this scene when he does the third the third throat rip and Ryan Phillips is like, go ahead. Uh, so good. Okay. I think that's going to close it out for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your picks for Ryan to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net at filmpulsekevin and at my legs don't work. If you have a minute, consider reviewing us on your podcast platform of choice for Kevin Rakes, John Ryan Holes. My name is Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. Don't drink cleaner. See you later. Hey.